Manchester United fans from all around the globe, from wherever you're listening, um, welcome back to another United Overseas podcast. And as you can hear um, by the sound of my voice, um, I'm in a good mood. And I'm in a good mood because it feels good to finally talk about a win again. Um, I know we did it very, very tough. Um, I know it probably wasn't the prettiest way to win in the world, uh, but we won. And from the past couple of weeks uh, that we've had as a club, um, I I, ho- I sincerely hope that that win is now a big springboard into um, bigger and better things to come uh, for the club. Um, you know that wasn't that wasn't to say it didn't go um, without its problems, um, especially you know from the very get go when you know. The week that we've had, the pressure that Mourinho was on, um, the team that he selected uh, from from the get go, I was a I was a little bit um, skeptical uh, with it. I, I didn't think um, there was a a lot of I guess I can't put it to words, but there was just there's something missing, and the team selection really didn't justify um, what we needed that, you know, we needed a win and the team that was put out there didn't really look like an extremely positive team. You know, for instance, um, Young at the start, starting again on the right of of the defence at right fullback. Um, McTominay getting a game again. Um, You know, how how disappointing he was against uh, West Ham. It it was really um, questionable why, why he was out there again. Um, so yeah, to start off the game, I was, I was very skeptical and, you know, that, that feeling came to fruition when 10 minutes into the game at Old Trafford, a place that's supposed to be an absolute fortress, uh, to us, we go down two nil to, you know, a, a relegation bound at the moment, Newcastle, who struggled to even kick one goal in a game, let alone have kicked two against us at Old Trafford. And, you know, I I, I was an extremely frustrated person uh, when that second goal went in. Um, it was a case of same old story, different day. Um, you know, the, the players just looked dull, um, unmotivated, you know, just all over the shop, it going forward and going back in defence. We were just all over the shop. We got got beaten on the counter very early. Um, Newcastle made it really tough for us to get through. And, you know, when Newcastle got the ball um, in the first 10 minutes, they were, they were very threatening. And, you know, they kicked two very quick goals in next to no time. And, you know, all of our worst fears were... Um, coming true again and you know I was on Twitter I was a very frustrated man 
um, you know, tweeting, what are we doing? Um, Mourinho's got to go. Um, it, this, this is a sign we're, we're just, we're just not performing. It's just not happening. And, you know, 20 minutes in when, um, Mourinho subbed in, uh, one matter for Eric Bailly, who in, in all fairness, probably didn't have the best 20 minutes, Eric Bailly, but you know, it is what it is. I was, I was again, a bit skeptical with that, um, substitution, you know, that we've got center back sitting there on, on the bench and he's chosen to go with an attacker instead. And, you know, and because he made that sub, that would have put that put McTominay back at centre back and all the problems that happened the week before against West Ham um, wasn't necessarily the move that uh, probably was needed to be made. But, you know, it got made and, and you know, um, for the next five, ten minutes or so, um, it was still quite poor football. But I will say uh, the last ten minutes or so, in that first half, um, the they started to switch on a little bit. They started to get on the front foot a bit and create a few chances. And at least I know we were still down, still down two nil um, going into halftime. But at least there was that motivation there. Um, there was that sense of positivity that they could take out from um, you know they could take it out from the first half and bring it into the second half. And you know, credit to. Um, credit to the guys, they, um, you know, coming out in that second half, you know, with the Fellaini change as well for McTominay, that put Pogba um, down at centre-back, never thought I would ever say those words, but um, he was playing centre-back, but was pushing forward uh, very much at the same time, and um, just, you know, those those little sort of things, and then um, Sanchez, who, who needed to... Um, make a big impression and, a you know, make a statement, um, came on in the 67th minute and, sh- you know, straight from the get-go um, was really positive. And, you know, the entire second half, the team was positive and um, it showed, you know, 70 minutes on the 70-minute mark. Um, Juan Mata struck that beautiful free kick uh, from the right side and, you know, put us down 2-1 and you just got that feeling that because we'd been playing such positive football, um, you know, we there was still 20 minutes to go. We had a big chance to get back into it. And then six minutes later with that, you know, that beautiful play between Martial and Pogba um, for a Martial goal to bring it back to 2-2, you could just, you could just see the excitement and, you know, in Martial, but you could see the, the excitement in the team that they knew they were back in this game and it was only pushing on even further. And then, you know, Right at the death in the 90th minute, um, who better to pop up uh, with a goal than a guy that has needed a goal more than anyone in our team, and that is um, Alexis Sanchez, uh, puts in the header to win the game, and you know you could see the joy um, in him when he got that goal. Uh, you could just see him smiling and running to the corner flag. Um, he looked a he looked a man that was relieved. Um, to get that goal and especially a winner as well. And I guess the beautiful thing from that second half was I don't know what Mourinho um, said to them at halftime. There was a lot of, there was a lot of, um, 
you know, discussion said that Mourinho didn't tell them much and there was no absolutely no tactics in place whatsoever. Um, I don't know what he said, but I saw something in the team that I haven't seen all season and in a very long time. And, you know, probably since that Man City comeback when we were down 2-0 at halftime. And that was some pride, um, you know, some pride for the jumper, some pride for what was happening. You know, they they came out a different team in that second half. They were on the front foot. There was the creativity there. They played, they played strong. Newcastle didn't stand a chance. I mean, you look at the stats, it was 73% possession to 27%. Um, after halftime, we, we took complete control of the game. And it was good to see, you know, to see that happen. And I just can't understand why it's taken this long to play with that, you know, that freedom, that motivation, that pride, that, you know, you're playing for the badge on the jumper. You know, I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of heart out there. And when you play like that, and it's a whole collective group thing, a lot of things, a lot of things positive can come your way. And a lot of positive came our way. I don't care that it was only against Newcastle. Um, it was a positive thing. And us as fans, we need to take that as, you know, hopefully it's a breakthrough uh, with the players that um, they can push on with this um, in future games to come. And because, you know, they need to. We haven't been that positive all season, even though even the games that we've won, we weren't really that positive. And it's good to see um, that sort of game uh, from the lads. And hopefully, as I said earlier in the podcast, um, it's a springboard uh, to bigger and better things uh, to come for this team. So I hope that it's not just the players that have made the breakthrough, but the coaching staff have made a breakthrough as well that this team needs to play as they did in the second half and you need to give them whatever instructions were given for them to play all game and to not shy away from that because we can be a very deadly team when we're up and about so that was a uh, that was a good thing to see um i will just go through uh the players and the ratings that i gave them uh so i'll start off with david de Gea. Um, I'll give him an eight. I know he conceded those two goals. Uh, probably couldn't do much. Not, it's not, it's not his fault by any means. And again, he made some, he made a few brilliant saves as well. He, he just does his usual thing, um, for us. So it's, it's always a pleasure having him, having him there in goal. Uh, that's, that's for sure. Um, Ashley Young, I'll give him a seven. Um, I thought he had a very, very poor first half. Um, he just didn't look didn't look good at all. But credit to him in the second half, he started to play a lot better. Um, you know, gave that gave that beautiful cross at the end, uh, to to get Sanchez the winner. So he did play a very good second half. But you know, he needs to do it consistently over the two halves. Can't just have one good half and then one half where you switch off. And it showed when you know when we switched off two goals gone. So yeah, that's, that's Ashley Young. Um, Eric Bailly, oh, 
Can you even give him a pass mark? I don't know. Um, I I'll give him I'll give him a three. Yeah, I I couldn't I can't give him a pass mark because he was in that twenty minutes that he was on. He he was that poor. Um, he was all over the shop, pushing way too high. Um, you know, not getting things out of the box. You know, silly challenges here and there. Um, he just looks like a man who's not playing with confidence at the moment, and um, it, it's quite upsetting to see because I was really positive with him into this season that he was our best defender, and um, it's a shame. It's a shame that he's it's it's gone down this path for him, uh, because it what started so positive it's turned very very negative, uh, very quickly. So I hope for him that. You know, he can get that confidence back and he can try and regain his spot in this team uh, because I still think it is there. I still think the potential is there. But for whatever reason right now, it's just it's just not happening. So, yeah, that's Eric Bailly. Um Chris Smalling, I'll I'll give him I'll give him a 7 as well. Yep, I'll give him a 7. Um he just plays his role. He he doesn't do anything flashy, um, anything out of the ordinary. He just plays his role and he, he does it consistently well. Um, he had he had on and off moments against Newcastle, but, you know, in a defence that was pretty shaky for the first half, um, you know, he does what he needs to. He clears the ball when he has to. Um, he just does all those little things. So I, I can't, you know... Can't ask for much more from Smalling. He he just goes about his business and and does what he has to. Um, Luke Shaw, I'll give him, I'll give him a nine. Yep, I'll give him a nine. Um, I I still think he's been our best player this year, uh, by far. Um, he he's just he's been a revelation. He he's he's found that confidence again in his game that you know we saw when he was at Southampton and he's never really bought it here to Old Trafford, but uh, credit to him, he's kept working at it and now he's bringing that to us and he's showing, you know, why why we signed him for. And, you know, he's he's our left back of the future. He's he he's our left back for many years to come and he just keeps showing it week in and week out, you know, that ability to push forward, you know, use his pace, deliver a cross, you know, get into some dangerous positions. Uh, to get it forward, more it was a little bit in the first half, but more so in that second half, he was brilliant. And um, credit to him again, as he's been a revelation, and and I can see him, you know, keep doing this because, you know, he's got that potential about him. So um, it's really pleasing to see with Shaw, um, McTominay. Yeah, I'll give God, um. I'll give him I'll give him a five, I guess. Barely. Um he, I just I just don't see I just don't understand or know at the moment what what Mourinho sees in him. He doesn't do anything flashy. He doesn't really take control in the positions that he's in. Um yeah, I I don't understand, so I'll I'll give him a pass mark only because he lasted the entire first half, um. So that's 
that's a credit to him. Um, but yeah, other than that, not much else to say about McTominay. I'd be extremely surprised if he if he starts um, our next game against Chelsea. So we'll see. Um, Nemanja Matic, yeah. Again, I'll give him. I guess I'll give him. I'll give him a, a seven. Um, wasn't perfect. Wasn't one of his better games. Has his moments where he does some brilliant things, uh, where he's you know strong defensively and strong on the ball, but then he has his moments there where he's just too slow with the ball. He thinks he's got so much more time than he actually does, and he gives it the, gives the ball back uh, to the opposition way too easily, and you know he can be a man with such positivity, but can be a man um, that can be so frustrating to watch at the same time. And, you know, there was a bit of everything from him in this game. So, um, yeah, there's there's not much more to add on Matic. He did what he had to in the times we needed him. I guess that's all that really matters. But um, he's got it, again, like, like Young and those sort of guys, got to do it consistently over, um, over the space of 90 minutes. So, yep, uh, that's Matic. Uh, Paul Pogba, yep. I will give him a nine. Um, he was uh, brilliant. That's probably the easiest word uh, to put it. Um, he he did what he had to. He he played he played with a lot of positivity, especially in the second half, especially when he got moved um, to play centre back alongside um, Smalling. You know he did really well, but his ability to push forward you know, create chances, you know, get into those pockets of space and, you know, play those key passes. That that little one-two play with Martial, that, that pass from Pogba was brilliant. Um, that set up Martial. Um, so just, just little things like that, you know, they go, not, not the pass, but just other things that he does on the field, they go very unnoticed because people tend to look past it because of his price tag. Um, but he... When he shows, when his head's in it, um, he he's our best player, or at least our second best player, you know, and it, it's good. It's good to see, and I just hope that he keeps this up because it's what we need from him. So he's finding his feet, Pogba, and it's good. Uh, we just need to see it even more. So uh, yeah, uh, Marcus Rashford. I'll give him. I'll give I'll give him a six. No, I'll give him a seven. Actually, um, he had his moments where he shows little things, but then he has moments where he just goes missing. And you know, he sort of he looks like a guy at the moment who's who's lost a bit of confidence and needs a goal or needs something special um, to happen for him because. You know, he copped the red card at Burnley. He's, he missed the next two, three games. Um, just just hasn't been there for him so far. And, you know, it's it's sad to see because we we know as United fans, you know, as a United graduate, um, what, what he's capable of, you know, what he can do. But he, he's just not showing it as much at the moment. I don't know if that's instructions from Mourinho or if he's just not doing it, I'm not 100% sure. But, 
you know, something's got to give for Rashford and, you know, it's it's not looking very pretty for him at the moment. I'm I'm very optimistic that things will change for him. I think he just needs a goal. I think once he gets that goal, he'll get that confidence back and he'll start pushing, pushing on. So, um, yeah, strange, uh, Not I wouldn't say strange, tough things for, for Rashford at the moment. He's, he's just got to put his head down and just knuckle down a little bit at the moment and just push on. So, yeah. Um, Lukaku, I'll give him, I'll give him an eight. Um, although he hasn't kicked, he, he didn't kick a goal. Just his, just his ability to hold up play. Um, when he, when he pushes on the right of the field to be able to, you know, play across in and, and, you know, be that strong physical presence down forward. If he doesn't get a goal, as long as he's doing things like being a presence down there and, you know, playing some key balls and, and, you know, some key crosses like what he normally does, then I don't see that as a problem, uh, from Lukaku because I know he's there to kick goals. That's what he's paid to do, but you've got to understand not everyone can kick goals every single game. Uh, so even if, if it's games where he doesn't kick a goal, as long as he's doing other things that are positive for the team, um, that's, that's all we can ask for him. So yeah, it's just, just another one of those games for Lukaku. I'm, I'm, I'm sure a goal is coming very, very soon. So uh, just stick with him. He'll he'll get it for sure. Um, from the starting eleven, lastly was Martial, and I will give him, I'll give him an eight as well. Um, started off a little bit poor in the first half. Um, he got better as the half went on, and then in that second half, he was just he was awesome. You know, he took on the players. Um, he played as I spoke about with Pogba. He played that beautiful one-two play with him. And kicked that brilliant goal. And he, he looks like a guy who's just finding his feet again. You know, he's finding that confidence. And, you know, Mourinho's giving him that confidence. And, and it's good to see because he's starting to repay it now. He's got he's got a goal now. That's And that's really, really good for him. That's only going to push him um, even further in confidence. And, you know, I, I see a lot of people say, oh, you know, Martial... He just looks lazy, you know. He doesn't look like a guy that plays with any pride. Blah blah blah. Well, I tell you what, when when he kicked that goal, um, I think you could see just how much it meant to him and how much it meant that he, you know, for him to play for Manchester United. You you could see that that meant a lot to him, and you know that's good because he looks like you know he's a guy that doesn't strike me as a guy with no heart. He's a guy that strikes me that wants to play for the jumper. You know, that wants to play for the badge in front, not for the name on the back. And he just needs to keep doing it. And I'm sure with more persistence and more faith and, you know, given the freedom like he was in the second half, um, we, we're going to see the best out of Martial. Um, that's 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 an absolute given. So, um, yeah, bigger and better things for Martial, for sure. Um, the subs that we made, um, I'll start off with one matter because he came on first and played you know, basically 80 minutes, if not more, um, if you had stoppage time. And I'll give him an eight as well. Um, I thought he was really good uh, from the moment he came on to the to the moment he finished. Um, he's such an underrated, such an underrated player. He, he plays, he, he got put in from the right, but he's a lot better as a number 10 sitting behind the striker. 
Um, he's just a guy who he gets in the right spots. You know, he's at the right, he's a right place, right time sort of guy. Um, he knows how to play a pass. He he's got brilliant control of the ball. Um, he got he got his goal. You know, he I, I I sometimes don't understand why he doesn't start more often. He's got some he's got creativity about him, and he's got creativity um, that we sometimes lack in this team. And you know, he can do that on the regular, and he always seems to come up with a goal somewhere. Um, so. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very happy with Matty. He came on, did what he needed to. I I really hope that he does get more of a chance because he deserves it. And especially in that second half, he you know, he was key. He was he was pretty vital to what we were doing. Um so yeah, I'm really, really happy for Matty. He, he played very well and hopefully Mourinho sees what we can see and um starts to put him on a bit more and give him a bit more faith because there's not very many times he, he doesn't do as well. So, um, yeah. Uh, Marouane Fellaini, I'll, you know, I'll give, I'll give him a six. Didn't do nothing flashy. Did what he needed to when he was out there. Um, played strong in midfield. That's all he, it's all he really does, to be honest. And, you know, as long as he's doing that and, you know, providing cover for our defence uh, in midfield, it's all we need for him. He he gets in the box. He tries. You know he gets his head on a few things. It's just a typical typical Fellaini game. So um, yeah, not much to speak about with that. He does what he needs to. And Sanchez, um, look, I can't give him an extremely high rating. It's not like he was on for a massive amount of time, but for the time that he was on, I'll I'll give him an eight. Um, just in that little space because. Um, when he came on, you know, the positivity, the positivity um, in the team started to come up even more. You know, he got himself into space. He 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 ran at defenders. He played balls. Um, he played balls in. He he got himself the winning goal, um, a goal that he really really needed uh, to boost his confidence and to just I guess shut up a few people, and hopefully it's you know more goals coming, more assists coming for him because he's got the talent, he's got the potential. You know, we saw it at Arsenal. Um, he might have lost a foot of speed, but Sanchez doesn't strike me as a guy who needs speed. He, he's got brilliant control of the ball. Um, you know, he he got back to sort of the Sanchez of old. He didn't try to force it uh, too much. He just let the game come to him. He did what he needed to, and it all repaid him in the end when he got his head to that goal. Um, so, have absolutely no complaints um, with Sanchez. Um, I hope again, like sort of like Mata and Martial. I hope I hope he gets some persistence now. Um, he's got that confidence from a goal, and I hope that that just pushes him on to to keep going, uh, knowing that you know you keep persisting, success will come. So, uh, big goal for Sanchez, and I'm confident this will be a start of better things to come for him. So, yeah, um, which leads me on to our next game, where it is quite a big game, and our second test, second big test um, for the season, and that's against um, that's against Chelsea down at Stamford Bridge, and you know we. 
having uh, having watched Chelsea, they they're a very very good team. Maurizio Sarri um, has them playing a very good brand of football. Um, they they control possession. Um, they play very attacking. Hazard is on absolute fire at the moment, and if we are going to have any chance of beating Chelsea, especially at Stamford Bridge. Um, we, we really need to nullify Hazard if we let him get into those pockets of space and, you know, have that ability to run at defenders and have that ability to play key through balls to his strikers. Um, it, it's going to be a good night for us. You know, we're not going to stand much of a chance. Nullifying Hazard will go a long way into defeating um, Chelsea. Another man that we need to nullify and it's a very underrated man that we need to nullify, and that's Jorginho. Um, he might not push forward, he might not kick goals, you know, provide assists, this and that, but he's he's the catalyst for a lot of Chelsea's build-up play. Um, you know, he he's the startup, he's the playmaker, he's the man that they tend to go through. That's why he's leading the Premier League in passes at the moment. Every every single thing, little thing. Um, goes through him. It might not be that key ball where an assist or goal comes, but it's what he does beforehand and where he where he puts the ball that gets his other teammates into dangerous positions. So um, he he's a man we definitely need to nullify as well. If we can nullify those two guys, I'm very very confident that we can um, we can get a win uh, down at Stamford Bridge. Um, you know, for for us. I hope, one, the right team is picked. Um, but two, I, I hope, as two and lastly, I should say, I, I hope that um, the players don't go back in their shells and start turning robotic again. I, I really hope that they push on from the Newcastle game and play that style that they did um, against Newcastle, against Chelsea. Because we can't go to Stamford Bridge and just park the bus. If we park the bus, we're going to get goals conceded against us. And I'm 100% certain of that. Because our defense hasn't been crash hot this year at all. And if we do that against a team like Chelsea, it could get ugly. Um, you know, Chelsea are 20 times better team than Newcastle are. So uh, we need to be very careful with that. We, you know, watching Chelsea in recent games... Um, when they've looked very vulnerable is when teams have actually attacked them, when, you know, they haven't sat back and waited for them to, you know, give the ball back to them and, you know, let them do their thing and try to beat them on the break. Um, when teams actually attack them, they, they do look a little bit vulnerable. So I, I hope that, you know, our attacking game is on and we can, you know, really push forward early and cause them some trouble. Which, no, which we know as fans, it's there. But doing it from the start is another thing. So uh, fingers crossed when that, when that comes, um, you know, we can, we can get that done. So I, I, think, I still think this game's going to finish a draw. I think it's going to finish a 1-1 draw. Um, I, think, I think we are going to be on the attack, but I still feel like we're going to have those moments where we are going to park the bus. And that will probably ultimately that will probably ultimately um, lead to us conceding a goal. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm confident we can at least come out with a draw. Would be nice for a win, but I I just feel like this could be one of those typical Mourinho draw games. So.
But I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we win. I, I've just got that prediction. We'll, we'll see what happens when that time comes. Um, but anyways, that, that finishes up the podcast. Um, in the next episode, it's been a quarter of the way through the season. So I'll go through, um, you know, a quarter season review uh, about how our team's gone at the moment, you know, player ratings for the quarter at the quarter season mark. So uh, I'll discuss all that in the next podcast. Um, Thank you for listening to this one. Uh, Don't forget to uh, subscribe to the channel. um, Give it a big thumbs up. um, Share it out. uh, Leave a rating if you're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And um, I will see you guys in the next podcast. Cheers.